Welcome to Let's Talk Socials, the social media podcast that helps service providers to level up their Instagram game and become more confident at it. In this podcast, you learn about the latest updates and trends in the social media space and get a glimpse into my life as a social media manager and coach. Let's get started. Let's Talk Socials. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Socials. Two weeks ago, I uploaded an episode about the indicators that can show you that you are or are not ready to hire a social media manager. And it was very well received. And a lot of people asked me to then record a few tips and tricks on how to find the right social media manager for their business. So the logical consequence is me recording this episode right here today. I think this episode is actually very relevant because since the pandemic, social media managers have sprouted everywhere. <laughs> I see new social media managers pop up almost every day. They start following me on Instagram or I see them in Facebook groups promoting their newly launched services. And that's great. Like I said in the other episode, I love that people and especially women, because if we're honest, most social media managers that I know are women, that they take this step and become self-employed, launch their own business, become more independent and do something that they love. That I'm all for. But unfortunately, I've also seen a lot of people without the necessary experience, the necessary credentials, and maybe even the necessary character traits that become a social media manager and start managing an actual business page for an actual business. And it just doesn't really end well. <laughs> I've been approached by a few businesses who had a social media manager in the past, but they didn't really see any results or they actually had a negative experience with them, which was then the reason why they had to come to me so that I could fix what the previous social media manager had done or to give them tips on how they can revive their account. So I'm not just imagining this, that there are a lot of not so great social media managers out there, but that is really a fact. So today in this episode, I want to give you a few, again, indicators that can help you to find the right social media manager for your business. Why am I saying for your business? Because I don't think that every social media manager should be managing every business page. It's good that you have different types of social media managers for different types of businesses. So it's really about finding the right person for you. Okay, let's get started. The first red flag for me with a social media manager is that they promise overnight results. A social media manager that promises quick fixes that produce insanely positive results will take shortcuts to get there. They will deliver you substandard outputs that could give you a major headache in the future. That is a fact. If they promise you that they can get you a thousand followers within the next month or to increase your sales by a hundred percent or whatever they will promise you, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> Believe me, the number of ad accounts that I have come across who have completely been destroyed by previous social media managers and in particular agencies, 
I cannot even tell you how many of those accounts I've seen. And even with organic pages who have just an abysmally low engagement rate, it's crazy. So overnight results are not really a thing when it comes to social media. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Second red flag for me. They don't have a portfolio or any previous experience. I'm going to voice a controversial opinion here. I don't think that everyone can or should become a social media manager. Don't get me wrong, I'm all for people starting their own business, like I said before, pivoting in their life, trying out something new, making a living by themselves. But nowadays, and especially since the pandemic, a lot of people call themselves social media managers even though they have zero experience and they have just decided one day that now they will be a social media manager. I don't really believe in that because I have seen accounts managed by people who claim to be a social media manager from like one day to another. Uh, suddenly they're a social media manager. Wow, what a great idea. Suddenly they're a social media manager. And well, you can mostly tell that that is the case if you look at the results and if you look at the content that they are making. I think that as a social media manager, you have to have a certain amount of experience, a certain background. And if you don't have that, then yeah, you will be able to make nice graphics for your clients. But in the long run, you won't be able to understand how social media plays in with the rest of the marketing and the rest of the business strategy. And it might look nice, but it's not going to have the effect that it will have if you have the right experience. That is the reason why I think it's so important that you hire someone who either has already some experience in your particular niche or they have experience from another niche that they can apply to your business as well. So for example, for me, as you know, I have a university background in marketing. So not only do I have the practical experience of knowing how to make graphics, how to edit reels, how to post stories, etc., but I also have the theoretical knowledge of how marketing ties in with the rest of the business strategy. And I know principles of marketing that the average person probably isn't aware of. So that gives me a huge advantage with any business because I can understand what role their marketing plays, what role social media plays, and that helps me to set up the right strategy for them. If you're just looking for a very basic social media manager who just takes your stuff from your blog or the photos you send them and they post them on your social just like that, okay, then go for someone who has decided to be a social media manager. But take it from me, you will see a difference compared to someone who has a background in marketing, in communications, in business or in a related industry, at least. Especially because they might know how to do the basic social media stuff, but they don't have the strategic abilities to bring your business forward. If you are in a specific industry, maybe even a highly specialized industry, then it will pay off for you to work with someone who is specialized in that area. For example, I know there are a lot of social media managers who work with beauty businesses in particular or 
with wellness businesses in general. And there are others who only work with service-based businesses or online businesses, just like me. But you can even go further than that and niche down further. The other day I saw a social media manager for dentists. So that is a very, very highly specific industry. And it can be so beneficial for you as a business owner to hire someone who has that expertise. And that is why I said in the beginning that it's good that we have a variety of social media managers who focus on different areas. If you as a dentist inquire with me and ask if I can help you, yeah, I might be able to help you. It's a service-based business in a way, and I will be able to make content for you. But if you have someone who is a social media manager for dentists, because maybe they have a dentistry degree and a marketing degree at the, at the same time, or they have experience with dentists and they just really love that industry, then go for that person because they will be able to help you out much better than someone who is more of a generalist. Obviously, everyone can say, yeah, sure, I have worked with someone in that industry in the past or with a similar business where I can take insights from and then apply them to your business. But ideally, you would see a portfolio or even better, that account is still being managed by that person so you can see what they are doing in life. <laughs> so if someone doesn't have a portfolio, that's a little bit of a red flag for me. Of course, they can be a beginning social media manager, but in this industry, it is pretty standard that before you take on your first high paying client, you would get some experience in the field, maybe work for free or for a very low fee with a business so that you can build your portfolio. This is something that I did, even though I had a marketing degree, even though I had in-house social media experience, I did an apprenticeship, if you want to call it like that, with an Australian travel company. And I worked on their social media for about three or four months. And we had great results. They actually told me that they had generated their first ever sale from their Instagram, which was really, really nice for me to hear. And that was for me my first portfolio case. So the next client that I approached, I could show them actual posts that I had done in the past and how they looked, how they felt, how I worked and the results that I managed to achieve for that client. That is a pretty standard practice in the industry. Now, that being said, if you are a small business and you are perfectly fine with hiring a beginner and you know that you will be one of their first clients for their portfolio, then that is perfectly fine. Go for it if that is what you want and if you don't want to invest in a more experienced social media manager, go for it. But I'm just telling you that they should have at least some experience, whether that is theoretical or practical. And again, in this context, it's also very important to be transparent. There's no need to be ashamed if you are a beginning social media manager and you reach out to clients to say, hey, I'm a beginner. I would offer you my services at a reduced rate so that I can build my portfolio. That is a pretty standard practice and there's no need to be ashamed for that. So there are definitely social media managers out there who will provide you their services at a lower rate if you are a small business, if you cannot stem the investment just yet. But just know 
that mostly you will get what you pay for. Another red flag for me is that their own social media platforms are rather meh. Another maybe rather unpopular opinion again is that I think as a social media manager, your social media presence should be great as well. How are you expecting to market someone else's business if you don't even know how to market yourself? That is at least my opinion. And I know that a lot of other social media managers slash VAs will disapprove of this opinion because they are struggling to market themselves. But that again comes back to the previous point that a lot of people are calling themselves social media managers, even though they don't have any experience. Often they have just seen someone be a social media manager and they look up to them and they are like, yeah, I want to be like them. And then they just decide to be a social media manager and they start marketing themselves. But it doesn't really work out like that because they don't have the experience. A super lazy excuse that a lot of social media managers will use very often. I see this, <laughs> I don't want to say on a daily basis, but on a weekly basis is that they say, um, I don't have time for my own social media because I am focusing all of my time on my clients. Okay, that sounds like a really cute excuse. Obviously, everyone wants to focus on their clients, make the clients happy. That is my main goal as well. But let me tell you this, you can do both. You can establish your own social media presence and continue to market your business and your services on social media while you take care of your clients. If you don't manage to do both, then you either have very poor time management skills you are taking on way too much work or, in my opinion, you just don't know how to market yourself. So again, as I said, a very unpopular opinion, I know, but that is just what I have seen from my experience because mostly the people who say that they don't have the time to market themselves, they just don't really know how to effectively do that. And they use that as a lazy excuse. Obviously, it also takes a lot of effort to market my own businesses. So what I do is I take time out of my day or maybe even in the weekend to make sure that I have content going out. And that is just a priority that I take in my business and that I set as a priority. So if you say that you are spending all of your time on your client's content, then to me, as I said, you either don't know how to manage your time very well which then again is probably something that you're lacking when it comes to your clients as well, or you just don't set it as a priority. Another point why looking at someone's social media is very important is to see if they even know how to use all of the features. This is a point that I have come across during my mastermind that I'm doing with two other lovely ladies in business. And we've talked about the fact that if I were to hire someone as a social media manager or a VA, I would want to see on their socials that they are able to use all of the features and that they know what features take which role in the social media strategy, if you want. As a business owner who's in the market to hire a social media manager, I would look at their profile and if I see that they're only doing carousel posts, but they're never really doing any reels, that would be a sign for me that they might not be as proficient in reels or editing reels because they don't use them. Or if I see that they have never done a live before, how can I expect them to handle that for me if I were ever to do a live and I would ask them for tips or um, to manage 
the back end of the life for me. Or if they don't really post stories, that to me means that they are not an expert at their craft. In that sense, again, your social media profile acts as a portfolio. And we can come back to the previous point where we said that having a portfolio and having the experience is really, really important. Another red flag to me is that they don't do analysis or tracking and they don't report to you. If you have listened to any of my previous episodes or if you follow me on Instagram, then you know that I am obsessed with data. I actually gave a webinar last week about analytics and one of the reasons that I always tell people why they should market on social media or use digital marketing in general is because it has a major advantage over traditional types of marketing and that is data. A lot of businesses will not have a look at their analytics, they will just ignore it and hope for the best and that is something that I do really not stand for. You have the data because you're using digital marketing, so you should also be taking advantage of it. Otherwise, you might as well go back to buying a TV spot on a show or handing out flyers in your neighborhood. It's exactly the same. You will have the same effect. If your prospective social media manager doesn't do any analysis, how do they know how to improve your content? How can they make the right decisions when it comes to social media? Something that I do every single week is to analyze the previous week's content to know what did well and take learnings from that every single week. This means that as the weeks go by, I do get more experience and I learn more about what works, what doesn't, and this helps me to continue to optimize my clients' content so that they get the best possible results. I actually have data from the beginning of 2020. So I have more than two years of data that I can analyze and where I can see what in general works best depending on the industry, the profile, the best time to post, all these kind of things. That is because I have the data. So if you are in the process of hiring a social media manager, ask them how they will analyze your data how they will track it and if they will be reporting that back to you. It's a standard practice in the industry to send a monthly report to your clients. This doesn't have to be a 50 page report or, you know, like an extensive report. The one that I send, for example, is about 10 pages long, just a really quick summary of the insights of that month. But there should be a report or If you, as a business owner yourself, know how to analyze and interpret the data yourself, then it's enough if the social media manager just gives you access to the data. That's fine too. But ideally, they would create a quick report for you with some insights and action steps for the upcoming month. To give you an idea of what a report like that could include. My monthly report includes some general insights, reach, content interactions, engagement rate, these kind of things. But it also includes the best performing posts, why they have been the best performing posts and some learnings that we can take into the next month. That's what I provide. If your social media manager doesn't provide you with any tracking or with any kind of analysis, then run. Because that means that they are just making decisions by their gut feeling and they don't really take the data into account. We're almost uh, coming to the end of this episode, but I have two more red flags for you. The first one is character traits. 
Another important thing that each social media manager should bring to the table when it comes to character traits is that they need to be proactive. They are the experts, so they need to take the reins into their hands and lead you when it comes to the strategy. What I mean with proactive is, for example, I have a client who's a fashion stylist and she styles a lot of magazine covers. So what I do as a social media manager is I follow these magazines as well on Instagram or Facebook. And whenever I see a cover that she has worked on, I will already download the photo, put that into our content calendar and she doesn't have to ask me, hey, can you please download the photo of that cover that I did lately and make a post from it. I have already done that. That to me means to be proactive. And that is important because one of the main reasons for hiring a social media manager is because you want to save time. Now, if she always has to tell me what I need to do, that is actually going to create less time for her. And that is why being proactive is an important characteristic of a good social media manager. Also, as a social media manager, they are the expert. They know what works on social media and ideally, they know that from analyzing their data, as we have said before, and they can give you good recommendations. Now, sometimes you might think you know better what works and what doesn't, but trust me, we have a pretty good idea of the things that will perform well on Instagram or Facebook and what won't. I think that a good social media manager should not be afraid of telling you their professional opinion. They have to be able to tell you if you are going down the right track with something. So they shouldn't be people pleasers, basically. For example, if you want to do a certain thing and they already know it's not going to work, they shouldn't be like, okay, yeah, let's do that just to please you because you're the client. They should be able to tell you, look, I would do it this way instead and that is going to give you better results. So if you have someone who is really a people pleaser and who is trying to please their clients, maybe even out of fear of losing them, then that is a big red flag for me. Last but not least, an important part that I think a lot of people underestimate is that you need to vibe with each other. A really, really important part of working with someone, not necessarily just with a social media manager, but any of your contractors, is that I think you have to be on the same wavelength or like the younger generation would say, you have to vibe with each other. What I mean with this is that the person can be the most professional person ever. They can give you the best results and your social media is gonna flourish. But if you hate working with them, then that is not going to be a great long-term relationship. And that's why I find it so important in discovery calls to just see if, yeah, you're the kind of person that I would like to work with. And that is also the reason why I do these discovery calls on Zoom instead of just communicating via email, because I think sometimes people are really different uh, in their emails compared to how they are on Zoom or in real life. And that's something that I want to tickle out of them in our first encounter to see if they are a good fit for my business and so that they can also see if I would be a good fit for their business because that is just as important. I hope this episode has helped you to get a bit of a better idea of what to look for if you are thinking of hiring a social media manager, whether that would be me or any other of my fantastic colleagues in the industry. If you do think that I could be the one that you would love to work with, then you know what to do. 
book yourself a discovery call. The link is going to be in my show notes and we can see if we are vibing with each other and we can see how I can support your business with social media management. Thanks for listening. I will hear you next time when it's again time to talk socials.